0: Hello, 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 friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Pursuit of Bliss podcast. And there are so many shifts and changes happening in my world, at least internally. And I think I spoke about this last week, but right now there's this energetic theme in the collective consciousness of death and rebirth. So many people are experiencing it. I think every single one of my mastermind queens and private clients are experiencing this. There's a lot of transitions happening into higher timelines. And when transitions happen into higher timelines, sometimes that means space needs to be made. Something needs to be cleared away to make space for the amazing things that are coming to take its place, and that can feel painful, and that can feel uncomfortable, and there can be a grieving process, and it can feel chaotic and messy. So if you're there right now, I just want you to know that you're still on the right path. Everything is going to be okay. Sometimes things getting chaotic and messy, it's not a sign that you're regressing or moving backwards. Sometimes it's a sign that you're actually about to take a giant quantum leap, because Quantum leaps are almost always preceded by what feels like chaos, what feels like a door closing, what feels like something dying away. But all that's happening is a recalibration, a recalibration of your energy, of your life. Everything is shifting really quickly, which feels chaotic to make space for all of the things that are coming, most of which are going to be better than you can even possibly imagine. And I've been experiencing this over the past few months, actually. I've had so many doors closing and just chapters ending, and it's been a roller coaster. But every time a door closes and every time a chapter ends, it's been something beautiful that comes to take its place, something better than I could have ever expected or imagined for myself. I've had things showing up in my life that are beyond what I've ever asked for or intended or even consciously desired. Because it's better than I've even been able to ever imagine. And this is why it's so important to be able to lean into a practice of, of surrender and detachment. Because when we're so caught up in needing our desires to manifest, we don't make space for something better. And the thing is, if you've never had better than what you currently have, it's going to be very difficult, if not impossible, to actually imagine something better. And this is where trust comes in. Can you trust it in the midst of the chaos and the doors closing and chapters ending? That there is something beautiful coming, better than you can even imagine, even if you can't imagine it yet. And this is kind of where I feel I am right now. All of the doors have closed. A lot of experiences have ended. A lot of shifts have taken place. I talked about this a lot in the last podcast, some of the shifts I'm experiencing in my life. And now I'm kind of making these these decisions. Around, okay, what do I wanna do? Right now, I decided to rent my room in Miami because I just, that door feels a little bit closed to me right now. It feels really inspiring for me to stay here in Costa Rica. And I'm considering selling my car there. I already got a car here in Costa Rica. And it just feels like I'm really closing doors on chapters, and it feels safer to leave doors open. It feels safer to say, you know what? I'm gonna have a backup plan. I'm going to have an apartment waiting for me in Miami. I'm going to have a car waiting for me there. I'm going to have a life waiting for me there. So that if for some reason, things don't work out for me here, I can escape. And this has been the way that I've always traveled. I've always had this backup plan. I've always had a home to go back to, a car to go back to, a life to go back to. But what ends up happening is I don't actually feel settled anywhere that I am. You know, when I'm in Miami, I, I loved my experience there, but I was aching for my home here. And then when I'm here, I just have this this, you know, this inkling in the back of my mind, this feeling of, you know, yeah, this is my home, but in what moment am I gonna leave? I have another home waiting for me. So I never felt fully settled here settled here because a part of me was waiting for something to go wrong. So I would get pushed back to my home in Miami, just knowing that it's there sitting there doing nothing. And so I've recently felt this inspiration to shift, and to let go of the backup plans, and to close the backup options, and there's this like alarm in my head, like, Kristen, if you don't have an apartment to go back to, if you don't have a car to go back to, what happens when you don't want to be here anymore in Costa Rica? What happens when things get difficult, and you don't have somewhere to escape to? Because I've noticed that in the past, this has been one of my patterns. I've traveled around so much, I've never really been in one place for even a year actually since i was in college i haven't lived in one spot for an entire year actually since before college since living with my parents when i was 18 in high school i've never been in one location for an entire calendar year i continue to travel and i love that for myself i am i've lived my life to the fullest i love everything about the life that i've lived but looking back i can see that one of my self-sabotage patterns or this pattern i have to protect myself is when things get difficult somewhere I leave and I go somewhere else. I just, I escape, right? Whether it's Bali or Hawaii or Costa Rica or California or Miami or North Carolina or Denver, Colorado, I've been all over the world, Mexico. I've lived in so many beautiful locations. But there's been almost like this sense of a lack of commitment, which hasn't been a bad thing. That felt really inspiring to me. For many, many, many years, it felt really inspiring for me to feel really free, to be able to flow, to go wherever I desired, to just follow my heart and my intuition, which I'm still doing. But in this stage of my life, it feels more inspiring for me to have some roots. And it doesn't mean I'm staying here forever, but it means that for once in my life, I want to have one home base. I want to fully commit to a place and give it my all. I want to give the community my all. I want to give this lifestyle my all. I want to be fully here. I want to be fully present. I don't want any part of me to be pulled away towards somewhere else that I feel like I have a commitment to. And so many people tell me like, Kristen, I want your life. I want to have a home I can go back to in the States and I want to live somewhere else. And and it is a beautiful thing that I've been able to do that for so many years. And this is the thing is our desires shift. That felt so inspiring to me. That was my highest desire for years. And suddenly it's not anymore. My highest desire has shifted as I've shifted internally. And I've made this commitment to always following my highest desires in every single moment without judging them. And right now, this is my highest desire. I have never felt more at home in a place in my entire life. And it does feel fucking scary to let go of all of the safety nets, to let go of the backup plans. And to just be here. To just be completely present in this experience. But it also feels really exciting. And it feels really right. And it also feels really blank. Because I don't know what the future holds. I don't know what the next few months hold. I don't know what my life will look like. I don't know what my business will look like. I don't know if I'll be traveling. I don't know if I'll just be staying here. I don't know. But all I know is this one step. And I've been really leaning into this idea of I don't need to know can I be comfortable and can I create a sense of internal safety in just being here in the present moment and that knowing that in this present moment I'm okay and in this present moment I'm trusting my highest desire and I know that when I trust my highest desire I'm safe I'm guided I'm protected I don't need to know what my plan is in six months it's safe for me to be here now all I have is this present moment it's safe for me to be here now. It's safe, for me to follow, it's safe for me to follow my highest desire. It's safe for me to follow my inspiration. It's safe for me to follow my excitement. No matter how crazy or illogical it might seem, it's safe. I am safe right here. And I think that at this stage in my life, this is the safest I've ever felt in the midst of a surrender. And I think that surrender is a practice. It's like a muscle. And the more that we do it, the better we get at it the safer we feel with it. It's like you need to surrender and see the proof afterward that, yeah, you were okay the whole time. Even when it didn't go the way that you thought, you were still okay and something beautiful came out of it. Every time that plays out in my life, it's like I open even more. I can surrender even more deeply the next time. And I've been also expanding into this surrender in every part of my life in dating, in community, in work and business. And when I say surrender, what I really mean is surrendering to following my highest desire in each moment. Even though, like I said, it may feel illogical. Last week I I usually go offline on my off of Instagram for two days a week. And this week I just after two days I was like, you know what? I'm not ready to go back. I want more time, and I ended up taking five weeks, uh, five weeks, five days off, and I spent that time completely offline, not working at all, except for, of course, my mastermind ladies and my private clients always get my attention. Other than them, I was completely offline. I spent the five days going on adventures. I explored other towns with friends. I went to the beach. I did so many amazing things, saw beautiful sunsets, like... Just had so much fun, completely offline, like one of the best five days of my life. So much fun. And I come back to my work and open up all my emails and everything. And of course, I have multiple people who had signed up for my courses, randomly found me and have received payments of $5,000 while I was completely offline doing nothing. And, of course, while I was offline, I had these, like, internal urges of, oh, Kristen, you should be working. You should be working. But I acknowledge that these are just thoughts coming from my past conditioning and programming. My thoughts are not me. They are not my truth. And they are not my highest desire. Anything that begins with should does not get any attention from me. I'm not interested in what my mind thinks I should be doing. I'm not interested in what anyone around me thinks I should be doing. I'm only interested in... In following my intuition, and in following my desires, and following my inspiration, and in letting my highest self guide me. And so I continued to surrender to the present moment. Whenever I heard that should in my mind, you should be working, I would check in with my body, Kristen. What, what, do, what do we feel like doing right now? What does my body say? What feels expansive? And until five days had passed, working did not feel expansive. And so by following my highest desire in each moment, I became more magnetic. My energy became attractive. It's how I attracted random clients literally out of nowhere. And that's not to say that sometimes I don't work a lot. Sometimes my highest desire and my inspiration is to work five days in a row. And I feel really inspired. I have so much to share. And some days it's just to be offline and to be present in my life and to go on adventures. I love that I get to choose in each moment. I've built a life from the ground up based solely on my intuition. And because I've committed to that for the past years in a row, my life is designed around my intuition. It's designed around my desires, my business, my relationships, my lifestyle. Everything in my life is designed around my intuition. And in order to do that, I had to completely break down so that I could rebuild it in the way that I desired it to be built. And this is what I help a lot of my clients with as well. Building a life around your pleasure, around your intuition, around your highest desires. This is where all of the freedom and abundance and joy that everyone desires. This is where it comes from. But it can be really fucking scary to do. It requires deep surrender and deep trust and a willingness to take action based on your desires to like leap into the unknown over and over and over and over and over, trusting that the universe will catch you. That's not easy to do. When I talk a lot about manifesting with ease, manifesting with ease doesn't mean that it's easy. It's very difficult to take these leaps of faith. It takes courage. It takes trust. It takes surrender. But when you take the difficult action and make the difficult choices, the things that you desire are attracted and magnetized to you with absolute ease. Taking scary action in the direction of your dreams is always rewarded. But the thing that blocks most people is, like I mentioned, the, the shoulds. Your shoulds are holding you back from living your best life. Period. End of story. Your shoulds are blocking you what shoulds are you living by? Like I should be working toward a career right now because I went to college or I should be finding a husband right now or I shouldn't be spending this much time playing or adventuring or I should be focused on making more money right now. What what are the shoulds? What are the shoulds? Because those shoulds are not yours. Those shoulds are put in your head by someone else. It's not your voice. It's not your soul. Let go of your shoulds and tune into your desires. What feels delicious in this moment? Not what is your mind, what is your mind telling you you should be doing, right? How many times has my mind told me, Kristen, you should be working? Well, my body says, no, we need to rest. We're going to take a nap. We're going to read a book. We're going to watch a movie. We're going to go on an adventure. And I am not kidding, every single time I do this, it's like I receive random payments. Because I've decided in my life that fuck the shoulds. I'm following my desires and that is always rewarded. And the shoulds don't just go for things that you should be doing in your life. But also, the way that we monitor our own feelings can block us, right? I should be feeling happier. I shouldn't be this angry at this scenario. I shouldn't feel this in love. Or I shouldn't feel this enamored already. Or I shouldn't be this sad. And the list goes on. Notice where you're making your feelings wrong. Or where you're making your desires wrong. Because of what you think you should be feeling or what you think you should be desiring. And I'll give you an example first of the feelings and how this has played out in my life recently and then I'll talk more about the desires because they're both equally important if you want to manifest everything that everything that you want and this is the shit that people don't talk about right like visualize your desires and make a gratitude list and script everything and it's gonna come and then it doesn't come and everyone feels like there's something wrong with them it is so much deeper than that that is the tip of the iceberg this is the stuff that most people don't want to do because it gets uncomfortable but this is what attracts the miracles and the magic. So back to my example. Uh, a couple days ago, I was in a scenario that really triggered me, like pissed me off. I was so angry. And my immediate reaction was, Kristen, why are you this angry? This is not that big of a deal. You should have expected this. It was actually a scenario in which a man was not showing up for me in the way that I desired. I felt kind of let down. And I was so angry angry. And in that moment, I noticed myself shaming how I was feeling. I was telling myself to calm down, just relax, to meditate, that it would be okay, that I shouldn't be this angry. And then I was like, wait a second, are you kidding me? Absolutely not. My anger is sacred and valid. It doesn't matter why I feel this angry and whether or not this anger is equal to the scenario. All that matters is that I honor it. So I locked my door, shut my blinds, and literally had a temper tantrum and punched my bed for like three minutes until my arms literally felt like jelly. And then it just, it was so cathartic. Like I just got all of this tension on my body and then I put on music and I stood up and I jumped pretty aggressively. I love to jump and shake, jumped and shake and shake and shake my entire body. And I imagine just like this anger this energy moving from the top of my head through my body out through my feet into the ground and just being absorbed by mother nature and transmuted into light energy. And this whole process took me less than literally four or five minutes. By the time I was done, I felt so much better. And then I journaled it out and journaled out all of the anger, what I was upset about. And then I reaffirmed how I wanted men in my life to show up for me. And I made a bunch of a bunch of different affirmations that I was affirming into my reality. Like, like I attract men in my life who always follow through with their word. I attract men in my life who want to support me. I attract men in my life who want to dote on me. The men in my life are always inspired to support me and to help me and to be there for me. And I just, I wrote down all of these affirmations and I really, I read them and I fell into them. And for each one, I started to notice and remember all of the times in my life that they had been true. I, I made a commitment to myself to expect this and to look for it in my reality. So after I finished that, this whole process took like five minutes, got the anchor out and I suddenly felt really calm. and was able to surrender more naturally to the scenario and just knew that no matter what happens from here on forward, I'm going to be okay. And if this particular man isn't going to show up the way that I'm desiring, someone else will. Because I am now a match for the kind of men who follow through with their word in my life. And I kid you not, I cannot make this up. Ten minutes later, I got a text message from the same man following through with his word. Like the whole scenario was solved. The same scenario that led me to punching my bed for five minutes until my arms felt like they were going to fall off literally turned around 180 and resolved itself in less than 10 minutes and the energy from that man completely shifted in the way that he was showing up for me in 10 minutes from the message he sent that triggered me to 10 minutes later it being completely resolved and him showing up in a way that was even more supportive than what i was even desiring in the beginning And this is an example of what can happen, the ways you can shift your reality, even shifting the way people are showing up for you in minutes, just by honoring your feelings, by honoring the present moment, by getting rid of any of the shoulds and just being there for yourself. This is, this is real self-love. No longer abandoning yourself. No longer abandoning your inner child. No longer abandoning your feelings or your emotions. What happens when we feel anger? We're like, you know what? I'm just going to meditate. I'm just going to chill. It's okay. I shouldn't be angry. We think that's good and so spiritual, but what it's really doing is we're abandoning our inner child who's really hurt. We're teaching her that her feelings aren't valid. That we're not there for her when she's upset. That she needs to calm down because her feelings are too much. No thank you. No more of that. Your feelings are never too much. How you feel is never too much. How you feel is always valid. But we have to begin to validate it ourselves first. And when we push away how we're feeling, like if I had repressed that anger, what would have happened? That scenario would have probably escalated and gotten worse. I would have gotten more triggered. Or I would have continued to attract more triggers similar to that one in my life. Because I would have now been an energetic match for those kinds of experiences which would trigger anger in me because that anger would still be inside me. You got to feel it to heal it. You have to experience it to let it flow through you. It's a really powerful practice, but it takes conscious awareness of the moments when you're shaming your own feelings and making yourself wrong. Your feelings are never wrong. They are always valid. And this is the key to quantum shifting in your life. And that day, that was in the morning, and the rest of the day, I spent my day with some of the important male figures in my life, and I felt so supported and taken care of all day long. Just men showing up for me, doing things for me that I wasn't even asking, ordering for me, making decisions for me, paying for me, helping me with things, helping me fix my car, doing things that I, I, I did not even ask for. It was such a shift in energy. All day long, the men in my life, the men I was surrounded by that day, were showing up for me in the same way that I had affirmed in my journal that morning. And this is how we do the work. We don't get to just write affirmations and read them and expect them to happen because we're repeating them all day long. They have to be fully embodied and we cannot fully embody our desires If we're not feeling through our triggers. If we're not feeling our shadow and bringing our shadow into the light. We have to witness ourselves in our darkest moments. To be embodied in the lightest moments. To be embodied in our desires. Because we must be embodied in our desires to attract them. But we're not able to fully believe our affirmations if we haven't first experienced and embodied and transmuted whatever the belief systems are and the triggers are that are blocking us from believing the higher desire. And this kind of process can be difficult to just do on our own. This is why I think it's always so important to be in support, right? To have a support system, whether you are you have a mentor or you're in a mastermind or a community of some sort. Because when we're in our stories, when we're in our lower beliefs, it's difficult to see anything else. It's difficult to, to see the higher perspective. It's difficult also to allow ourselves to go to these deep, dark, scary places without support. And this is something that I help all of my clients with, and it's why they have such quantum freaking shifts. <laughs> quantum. It blows me away every single time. I shouldn't be blown away anymore. I should be used to it, but it blows me away because this is the work. And if this is something that you feel inspired to do, if you are ready to go deeper and you want to have these quantum shifts in your reality, you can apply to work one-on-one with me. I have a few different options available. I'm opening two more spaces right now. And you can also apply for my mastermind, which will be enrolling again in a couple of months. So if you're wanting immediate support, one-on-one is best for you. If you're wanting more of a community, and you don't need the support immediately, the mastermind is a good option for you. Uh, The links are in the show notes for that. But I also wanted to touch on owning our desires. I know I've touched on this topic a few times on the podcast, but it just feels so important and potent and present right now in the collective consciousness that I really want to go there. And I keep seeing this pattern of people who are dimming down their desires out of the fear that what they want isn't possible. And it's not just the fear that what we want isn't possible, but it's the fear of looking stupid when it doesn't happen. We're scared to own and claim our desires and share them with the world and proclaim that it's ours because we think we'll look like a fool when it doesn't show up. But this is the thing you must be willing to look like an absolute fool in the pursuit of your highest desires. In order to attract them, you must be willing to fall flat on your face in front of everyone. You must be willing to share with the world what you're attracting, what you're worthy of, and then see it not come and be witnessed in that it's vulnerable and it's scary. But what we're usually avoiding is the pain of failing, the pain of embarrassment or of shame or whatever we'll feel if it doesn't come true. But then what happens is we let our fear of something that hasn't even happened yet block us from the possibilities of everything that we've ever desired and more. For me, the risk of looking like an absolute fool running after crazy impossible dreams is worth it if there is even a 1% chance of me attracting my desires. And you know what? I've looked like a fool many, many, many times, but so many more times than I've looked like a fool, I've been rewarded beyond my wildest expectations. I've had unbelievable quantum shifts and manifestations showing up in my life in absolutely magical and miraculous ways. And it's been because I've been vulnerable enough To say yes and fully claim my highest desires, even when it was so terrifying that all I wanted to do was forget them and go after something a little bit smaller, right? Like that desire that still feels good, that feels safer, that I'm still kind of excited about, right? Like choosing the second best option because it's the safer one, that always feels easier. It feels safer but it will never get you to that place that you're looking for. It'll never fulfill you on all of the levels. You denying how you feel, you denying your desires, is always blocking your desires. Your desires desire you, period. Your desires desire you. They are trying to come to you, but you are blocking them by not validating your own desires. We cannot manifest or attract or magnetize that which we are not validating, witnessing, Or acknowledging within ourselves. Or fully claiming within ourselves. If we are making our desires or our feelings wrong, we're blocking ourselves from everything that we want. From everything that the universe wants to give to us. Because the life you desire, that and more is already yours. And if it's not here yet, there is something blocking it. Are you brave enough to fully claim what you desire even if it doesn't make sense? Even if it goes against logic. Even if it feels silly or... or? too big or too small or not enough or doesn't fit into what you thought your life would look like or what everyone else wants for you or what you think makes the most sense. Are you brave enough to claim your big scary desires? The ones that feel vulnerable, the ones that have a lot of risk. Like a a good example of this would be owning your feelings for someone. Right? Let's say you have feelings for someone but it feels really terrifying to fully own and claim those feelings. Because what happens once you've owned and claimed those feelings? There's a risk of getting hurt. There's the risk of those feelings not being returned. There's the risk of everyone knowing that you had these feelings. And then you falling flat on your face and looking like a fool. Right? This is so common, especially with women. We dim down how we feel. We deny it. We repress it. We push it away. We don't share it. We don't act on it because it is scary. But here's the other thing. When we're not fully claiming our feelings, how we feel about someone, because it might feel silly, or it feels like they're not the right person, or whatever the reason is, that affects the way they're showing up for us, because they can feel that our heart isn't fully open. They can feel that we haven't fully claimed them, our desire for them, and it's going to affect how they're showing up for you in your life. When you fully claim and own the feelings that you have, that can be felt energetically. And it's going to affect the way that that person shows up for you. It's going to affect the way they feel you. They're going to feel your heart. They're going to want to show up for you in a different way. And they won't even know why. It's the same thing with your desires. When you're not fully owning or claiming them, they can feel that. They can feel that your heart is closed off to them. That there's a wall there and they can't come to you. They won't be magnetized to you. But once you fully own and claim, you're like, yes, this is my desire. There is risk here. I might get hurt. I might fail. I might flop. I might look like a fool, but I'm going after it anyways. Not only am I going to own and claim that it's mine, but I'm actually also going to take the scary action in that direction. That is Magic. Your desires can feel that, your heart opening. Even if that action doesn't lead to what you thought you wanted, you're energetically opening your heart and saying, yes, I'm claiming this as mine. Your desires can feel that. That is magnetic. That is attraction. This is high-level manifestation, opening our hearts, opening them more, opening them more, opening them more, feeling more, making ourselves right more. Letting go of shame, letting go of judgment of how we're feeling and what we're desiring. You know, yes, the regular manifestation practices that everyone teaches, they are still important. Like, where is your focus? Where focus goes, energy flows, right? What we focus on is what we attract. But at the end of the day, you can focus all day long on the things that you want. But if they aren't your authentic soul's desires, it's going to end in sabotage. It's going to end in chaos. It's going to end in a lack of fulfillment. If you're not in alignment with your soul's highest desires, you're not in alignment with your highest path for your life. So honestly, what's more important than how you're manifesting is what you're manifesting and why you're trying to manifest it. Because the truth is when you're in alignment with your highest desires, with what your soul wants for you, you don't need to try to manifest. You don't need to make the list. You don't need to do the scripting. You don't need to do any of that unless you feel inspired to. Because your energy and your embodiment will naturally attract and magnetize everything that is meant for you and more. You don't even need to try, that is ease. You simply need to align yourself. Alignment over everything. If you are constantly trying really hard to manifest things, you're forcing it. You're not coming from a space of alignment. I would invite you to look at what you're trying to manifest and get really honest. Where am I shitting myself out of my highest desires? Where am I shaming myself out of really owning and claiming what I really want on a deep level because it feels impossible or illogical or silly? Where am I shaming, repressing, or not fully owning and validating my own feelings? This is next level manifestation. This has changed my life in ways that I can't even put into words. I truly cannot. I just got chills over my around, on my whole body because... I can't even explain in words the way that this has shifted my reality because life right now, like everything is just showing up. It's like, I'm just being, I'm just existing. I'm just being me and I'm just magnetizing these incredible experiences and people and clients and it's been really beautiful and magical and I'm really proud of myself for getting here because it's been quite a journey. And if you're listening to this, like you can be in this space as well, this space of magnetism, of attraction, of pleasure, of joy, it is meant for you, but you have to fully claim that you desire it, fully claim it and be willing to take that action and move toward f- and move forward towards it, no matter how scary it is, no matter where the universe guides you. Cause the truth is, you know, the next step, you know, the next step to move your life forward toward where you want to be, but it's probably really scary. And so you're either pretending that you don't know and your ego is hiding it away or you're simply avoiding it. Just know that when you take action through fear in the direction of your highest desire, the universe will always reward you. Always. You are always safe and you will always be guided and supported because your desires are desiring you and the entire universe is conspiring to support you on your way there. But you've got to take that first step. So if you are wanting to take that first step and you feel inspired to be in my energy, to work with me, I would love to support you. I feel that there's a couple souls on the horizon. I can like, I can feel you so deeply about to come through. I know there's a couple souls I have soul contracts with to work together. And if you feel like that's you, if you feel the call, you feel the chills or that rush or just an intuitive ping, send me a DM or apply to work with me with a link in the show notes, or you can find the link on my Instagram. And if you're a beginner on the manifestation journey, my self-guided manifestation course is also available. My blissful abundance Academy to help you manifest your dreams. And if you're wanting deeper, more embodied work and quantum shifts, then one on a one-on-one container or a mastermind container is a better fit for you. So If you have any questions, reach out to me. The links are in the show notes and in my Instagram at Proceeded Bliss with an underscore. As always, it makes me so happy. I can't even say in words how happy it makes me when you guys share the podcast, when you tag me on Instagram, when you leave me reviews on iTunes. It means the absolute world to me. So thank you for listening and for sharing and for being here. I love all of you so much and I'll talk to you next week.